this isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? What do you mean? Did Caesar live here? Um, no. I don't think so. I went to Vegas last weekend. Pretty crazy. Vegas, baby! Vegas! Gentlemen, welcome to Las Vegas. Why don't you give me half the money you were gonna bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day! Some guys just can't handle Vegas. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 29 of the Jeff Does Vegas podcast. My name is Jeff, and thank you so much for joining me on this little podcast journey to my favorite city and yours, fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. My guest for this episode of the show is my very good friend, Adam West. Adam is the midday host and program director for Hot 100.5 FM in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. We've been friends for just over 20 years. We worked together and against each other in the radio world. We were temporary roommates at one time, and we've even traveled to Vegas together. Adam also has the distinct honor of being the very first repeat guest on the Jeff Does Vegas podcast. He was one of the people that I talked to way back on episode number eight of the show, where we discussed the topic of bringing kids to Las Vegas. If you want to bring your kid to Vegas, I'm sure you can find a million things to do. I don't know what they are because those aren't the things that I do when I go to Vegas, but I'm sure you can. But again, if you know it's uh, 11 o'clock at night and you've got a crying two-year-old in the stroll at the Bellagio Fountains trying to force them to enjoy it, is it their fault that they're not enjoying it? Because they're probably tired or hungry or just sick of your bullshit. <laughs> you know? You've been bossing them around for three days, making them do... They, listen, they wanted to go to Disney World. You brought them to Vegas. They're sick of your bullshit. <laughs> Love that. Well, if something has happened between the last time Adam joined me on the podcast and now. He and his wife took their kids to Las Vegas, and I wanted to hear all about it. Adam and I talked about the decision to do Las Vegas as a family vacation, as well as the planning process that was involved in organizing the trip. He also shared some great tips and tricks for family-friendly activities and accommodations, and had some ideas of what he'd do differently next time. Please enjoy my conversation with my friend, Adam West. So the last time you were you were on the podcast and the last time you were talking, which was way back in one of the the early episodes of the show, um, we were talking about, you know, bringing kids to Vegas and that whole discussion. And and, you know, we we I think between the two of us, we came up with some pretty valid points on on why why you shouldn't bring kids to Vegas. I think. Am I right there? I, I think so. Yeah, I think it's the focus. And and here we are talking about you bringing your kids to Vegas. <laughs> well, yes. See, I've never understood the whole mentality of kids don't belong in Vegas. I don't understand. What are you doing that you're worried that kids are going to ruin it for you? They're not hovering over you while you're sitting at the slot machine. No, legally, they're not allowed to. They have to be, you know, on the path, on the carpet away while mommy's gambling away your college fund. Exactly. <laughs> or, or, or daddy's putting crystal through college exactly treasures <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i never understood that and and i also think that just because you go to vegas doesn't mean that that uh, proper etiquette and decorum goes out the window when i'm at a sporting event and i see there's kids around i'm respectful i don't swear i don't talk about personal stuff that little ears shouldn't hear it's just being respectful 
And so going to Vegas doesn't mean you don't have to be respectful of other people. It's stupid to think like that. And so if you're worried about what you're doing is going to influence kids, worry about your own. If you don't want to take your kids to Vegas, that is your choice. If you want to take your kids to Vegas, that is also your choice. The only thing that I will ever judge and shame people for is when they take their kids to Vegas, expecting it to be an adult Vegas trip. People who talk about, oh, I'm going to lock my kids in the room while I go down and gamble. Is that okay? No, that's not okay. It's stupid. Yeah, I'm going to drag them out at night, even though they're clearly hungry, tired, past their bedtime, upset. And and for what? You know, put the put the needs of the kids first and it'll be a happy trip for everyone. So if you can get, wrap your head around that and go, you know what? I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to bring my kids. It's got to be a family vacation. And Vegas can be a family vacation. Which, which I mean, you, you very much discovered on this trip. And I think, it, you know, you... You did it right is, you know, is, is what, when I was looking from the outside in on, you know, the trip that you planned and what you put together and the itinerary that you put together, you know, you guys really did it right. Um, first off your kids, how old you've got three kids. My oldest one, he is, um, 11, my middle one, another boy, he is nine and my daughter is six. And so this was your, your first big family vacation together. Yes. What made you guys decide that, you know, rather than doing the, you know, a a traditional sort of family vacation, whether that be, you know, mean going to, you know, Disneyland or Disney World or, you know, loading the family up into the old family truckster and doing the road trip across the country. What made you guys decide to pick Las Vegas for that trip? It wasn't that we decided, hey, this is going to be our first trip to Las Vegas. Um, I'm not a big fan of driving. So the truckster option is pretty much – it's a non-existent. It's not going to happen. Disney World or Disneyland is on the list, and that is something that we're planning for probably next year, definitely the year after. And so I was thinking about it. And I thought we should have a test run. Um, And my wife and I have talked about maybe just taking a couple hours across the border from Canada into the U.S., staying at a hotel with a water park and, you know, going to eat at TGI Fridays and, you know, maybe take them to Target, whatever, Um, just to just to warm them up to the idea. Now, my oldest son is autistic, so we've also wanted to wait till he was a little bit more mature uh, emotionally to be able to handle travel. And my daughter, like I said, she's six. We didn't want her to drag her somewhere when she was three or four years old uh, or leave her behind. And we wanted her to be old enough to enjoy it. So we're kind of like at that age now where they can enjoy a family trip and we can have real fun together. You know, um, despite what a lot of people think about, uh, you know, or say about their kids, I like hanging out with my kids. My kids are fun. I have fun with I, when I'm with them. They make me laugh. They make me happy. I like making them happy. I like making them laugh. So we're a very close-knit family. So spending time with them is something that I enjoy doing. And uh, I'm at the stage in my life and um, their growth where, you know, 10 years from now, I'm going to want all of this time back. So I'm going to enjoy it now while I can. And so my wife and I plan our trip to Vegas every year for the summer. It's our little getaway, four nights, just her and I. 
Um, and this is where we have some fun. We eat food. We drink drinks. We see shows. And it's just about us. I can go to Vegas with my wife. And the only people I want to talk to other than my wife are uh, the blackjack dealer and the cocktail waitress. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anyone else. If I go to the pool, I'm not there to make friends. I'm not there to hang out with other couples. No, it's all about her. And again, unless you are doing me a service, I don't want to talk to you. So <laughs> we were, we were, we always start planning in March or April. And I just, one time I just said to her, I said, would you think I was crazy if I said, let's bring the kids. Cause it's our 15th anniversary this year. And she's like, well, I don't think you're crazy, but I'm kind of wondering where this is coming from. I said, well, if we're going to go to Disney world next year or the year after, maybe we should have a warm up trip and, Vegas has lots to do with the kids. It's a short, direct flight. I said, we can even go just for two or three nights just to test it out and see how we do. Um, and so we ended up doing four nights just because the direct flights were, you know, on specific days. And we didn't want to spend a day uh, in the Calgary airport sitting around and spending 12 hours of a day traveling. That would have been a nightmare. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up um, flying there and back. We booked the flights. We got, uh, um, good price on the flights. We booked them when the booking was good. And, um, we decided to stay at Excalibur because it's family friendly and we wanted two rooms adjoining so that we could have like almost a, almost like a suite with like four beds and two bathrooms. And, um, the price was right. So, so we did it. So let's do it. And we had a great time. And so, I mean, one of the big things everybody always talks about going to Vegas and, oh, I'm just going to get off the plane and I'm just going to wing it and da, 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 da. I mean, you can't really do that with kids. Ooh. How planned out was, was this trip? Did you guys know what you were doing every day? Did you just kind of have it in your mind? How did you plan it out? Well, with my oldest son being autistic, planning is very, very good and daily reminders of what our schedule is going to look like. Um, the best way to throw him off and risk a meltdown, uh, or him pushing back would be if it's the unexpected and you can't plan for everything, but if I can show him videos, if I can show him pictures, or if I can get him involved in the conversation as to what would you like to do? Look at this. Is this something you want to do? Yes or no. Um, he also has sensory, um, issues as well. So the question was brought up, are the lights, the people, what about smoking in the casinos? How is he going to react to all of that? So I would show him pictures of the strip. I'd show him pictures of the lights. I'd show him videos of, of people walking on the strip and he was, he was fine with it. And he did, he did great. Um, but the planning is, I I've done the plan, the, the trips where you fly by the seat of your pants and they're not as fun. And that's just me. If you want to drop your bags and then you know, pour yourself a drink and head down to the casino and see where the night takes you. Hey, you know what? That's you. You do you. That's all great. Me, I just get more increasingly frustrated when I say, hey, let's just go here. And then there's a long lineup. Okay, well, why don't we try here? And then it's closed. And well, why don't we do this? And, you know, it's just, it, it just bugs me. I've been too many times. So I like to make sure that, you know what? I have an idea of where we're going. I type it out. I talk to my wife. And so we planned everything. We, we researched everything. We mapped out what would be the best days to do it, to coincide with one another. If, for example, on the very first day, we went to the Natural History Museum, which is out by the Neon Museum. So that's like north of downtown Vegas. Right. 
And so we figured, okay, what else can we do that day? Um, we wanted to do two things a day. I said, well, why don't we go to the Adventure Dome at Circus Circus? Because it's the closest because of how far north it is on the strip. It would make no sense to go all the way out there to the to the museum, Natural History Museum, and then go back to like the Mandalay Bay for the Shark Reef Aquarium. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And also, you know, being able to plan general times when we're going to eat, what we're going to do, and also to buy tickets in advance. You kind of ha- want to have an idea, especially if you want to save a few bucks, um, you kind of have an idea of when, what days you want to go. And so what type of, uh, what type of attractions, what kind of stuff did you guys actually go and, and, and do with the kids? You mentioned the natural history museum, um, what were an adventure dome, some of the other spots that you, uh, you, you took the kids out to. We went to the Shark Reef Aquarium at Mandalay Bay. We went to Siegfried and Roy's uh, Secret Garden with the dolphins and the lions. We went to the High Roller at the Link. And um, we also, we hit all the touristy spots. But what we did was, like, we went to, like, the, the volcano at Mirage. We did the fountains at Bellagio. We did the, uh, the M&M store. But we did all that in one night. We um, rented a limo. Oh, very cool. <laughs> and we went to the Las Vegas sign. So it was a way to hit up all those spots and have someone do the work for us. Like we got picked up at the Excalibur uh, in a stretch Escalade. Uh, they had water. We were able to, you know, play whatever music we wanted, change the lights. Um, and they had it all planned out for them. I told them what I wanted to do. Um, and then and then we did it. They picked us up. We went to the M&M store for an hour. We went to the um, Fountains of Bellagio. He took us up and down the strip just to drive. We went to the Mirage Volcano. We went to the Las Vegas sign. And by the time it was over, my daughter, again, it's funny because we have a picture in front of the Las Vegas sign. She's standing there. She's asleep in the picture, <laughs> standing there. You sent me that 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 photo, and I... I died. I <laughs> I saw that picture and I just thought that kid has done Vegas right because she is just she's finished. <laughs> you know, and I and I feel bad because you know you know, I don't I don't advocate dragging your kids around when they're tired, but we got caught. We just got caught in traffic. The, the limo it took us about probably about thirty thirty five minutes to get from Mirage to the Las Vegas sign just because traffic on the strip was crazy, um, and. Uh, they're not used to staying up super, super late. It was just, you know, sweetheart, you know, cuddle up here, have a little cat nap. I carried her to the sign, propped her up, and then carried her back to the to the car. I, like I, you know, it was I felt guilty doing it because I felt like a hypocrite. But I was like, you know what? We just got to get this picture. You know, we're after this. Like we're going to bed. I'm not dragging her through the casino. I'm not. She's not crying. She's just asleep. She was done. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we did all those things. No shows or anything like that. Um, we, you know, we went down to the uh, arcade at Excalibur, um, the fun dungeon. You know, there's arcades in half the resorts, um, rides and food. And so, you know, we showed them also some some of the stuff online. Like we showed them where some of the candy stores were. You know, to go and experience that. We went to Black Tap at Venetian because they saw those milkshakes with the slice of cake on top. Oh my God, so good. Instant diabetes, but so good. Yeah, and that was part of the experience, right? I mean, even, you know, when we got there, we we had to wait 15 minutes, you know, to get in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kids can be impatient and uh, they get frustrated, which makes parents impatient and frustrated. Um, So then you just walk up to the hostess 
and you slip them 20 bucks to seat you at the next possible table or even at the, the bar top there. Mm-hmm. It works. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, how did you guys handle meals with the kids? Cause I mean, you know, food can get expensive when you're on your own or with your, you know, when you're just with a significant other, but all of a sudden you've got three kids with probably three varying different tastes of what they want. One kid wants to eat pancakes. Another kid wants to eat chicken fingers. Another kid wants burgers and it's breakfast. You know, how do you, how do you kind of handle all that? How did you guys deal with the meals? Okay. Well, the first thing we did was you're right. The kids have differing, um, taste buds and they like to eat different things. They have different appetites. Um, rule number one is we don't, we never eat at Excalibur. Long story short, my wife and I, a few years ago when we stayed there, we tried out the buffet and both of us had like stomach aches, indigestion. It just ruined the whole night. Um, and so we avoid eating there. And then a few months ago, I went to Vegas and, and I got back to the resort and this time I was a different trip. So I was by myself. And uh, it was a two, three o'clock in the morning. was hungry. Didn't want to walk over to New York, New York for a slice of Chirico. So I went to Johnny Rockets at Excalibur and I woke up just the worst gut rot. I'm like, I'm not eating at this place. Forget it. Never not again. Oh, no, <laughs> you know, some buffets come with like complimentary wine or complimentary beer. The Excalibur's buffet comes with a complimentary trip to the bathroom. Yeah. Or, or several. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, food courts. We thought, you know, food courts will be inexpensive. There's variety. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, it was ended up costing an arm and a leg. So the food court at Excalibur is not that great. So what we would do is take the tram over to Luxor because I, again, did my research. What do they have there? Okay, well, they've got the place that has the chicken fingers. Great. Boys love chicken fingers. They've got burgers. Great. Burgers. Pizza. Good. They like pizza. Okay, we've got stuff to work with. French fries. Okay, now we're talking. Oh, Johnny Rocket serves pancakes all day long. Great. These are these are like $11 pancakes. Yeah. And when my daughter has like three bites and then says she's either full or doesn't want any more or wants French fries, then that's when you're like, Ugh, you got to go. And put. so now all of a sudden it costs 20 bucks to feed her. And there's five of us. And dad's eating our old cold, cold pancakes for lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So one of the things that we did is we got the refrigerator in the room for breakfast. We got fruit, we got milk, we got cereal, juice, and bread, and uh, and had breakfast every morning. So rather than going somewhere to try and fight our way through for, you know, breakfast buffet or find somewhere to eat, and we just ate in the room, went down to the pool. That was our routine every day. Eat in the room, go to the pool. Also, my son, um, my oldest son has medication that he needs to take, um, but he won't he won't swallow it without yogurt. So I have to refrigerate the yogurt for his breakfast every morning. So that just made sense. Hindsight being 2020, if I knew how much money we were going to spend every day just for lunch, um, and we're talking anywhere between 60 and a hundred bucks each day, just for lunch, depending on what we got to eat. Right. And, uh, I, I would have put that money into getting a full suite at like the Delano or signature or something like that and mm-hmm. just cook lunches too. Yeah. That, and that's actually, that's a really fair point and something that probably a lot of people when they're planning those family vacations don't think of. I mean, you're right. Like it's not hard if it's five people, it's not hard to spend another hundred bucks, you know, a meal on, like you say, on lunches and you're getting burgers and fries and sandwiches and chicken fingers. And yeah, if you're going to throw an extra hundred dollars a day out there, you, you, you're right. You might as well try to go to one of the, you know, one of those 
place is one of the big places where you can get a suite and have a, a full kitchen. It would just make a lot more sense. Yeah. There's Vidara is another one. They've got a full kitchen there. Mm-hmm. Fridge. You can heat up food. Um, yeah, no, I, if I had known that, I, that, that was just for lunch. Like we went to the pepper mill one day for lunch that cost us, you know, there's five of us, mm-hmm. you know, they had, uh, you know, we had meals, they had the chicken fingers. I mean, you know, you have uh, a couple of milkshakes, you've got fries. And then next thing you know, it's like you're spending a hundred bucks a day on lunch, which I don't have a problem with, but the quality of food, if you're going to a food court and you're spending $11 for pancakes, um, you just kind of look at it and go, you know what? They're not even that good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Johnny Rockets for pancakes. <laughs> for $11. This, this, exactly. is, this is $4 a pancake is basically I'm what I'm spending. I'm going to go to the Olive Garden and order a steak. That makes no fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> um, one of the things that people always talk about, you know, bringing kids to Vegas, it's always the won't somebody please think of the children mentality. They base that on, you know, what they see out on the strip and, oh, it's it's sex and it's drunk people and it's loud, obnoxious people and the blah, 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 blah. Did you guys, you know, did you guys make a conscious effort to say, OK, we're going to be, you know, off the strip by this time with the kids. We're going to stay away from a certain area. We're going to, you know, try to avoid certain things. Or was it just a case of, you know what, if they see it, they're going to see it. If they have questions, they'll ask about it. And that'll be that. The only place that we purposely avoided was Fremont. Um, there's just some questions that I'm not ready to answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, Daddy, why doesn't that man have any clothes on? <laughs> uh, yeah. The Because um, <laughs> the, the, the limo package that we booked originally had a stop off at Fremont, which we then traded for a stop off at the M&M store at the, and I explained that to the operator when I called the limo company and I said, I don't want to take my kids to Fremont. And she's like, well, why don't you take them to the M&M world? I'm like, that would be fantastic. Thank you for your suggestion. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And so, um, getting back to the hotel at specific times, no other than we know what the witching hour is for them. So we know that they need to go to sleep. Um, you know, we don't drag them out and say, oh, this is fun when they just want to go to sleep. My middle, my middle child, my son, my younger son, he's always the first one to go to sleep. And he go, you know, he's not one of those ones where I'm afraid I'm missing anything. If bedtime is 830 and at 817, he feels like going to sleep, he'll go. He'll be like, I'm going to bed. Good night. Great. Okay. Um, so we made a point of saying, you know what, we're going to ra- try and wrap up the activities at a certain time, be back at the room between nine and 10 o'clock, which was our goal each night. And, and every time we got them back, they were pretty much ready for bed, exhausted. I mean, I'll be honest. We all were like, we were out all day from the time we finished, you know, got out of the pool, showered. It was, you know, go for lunch, go to one place, then go for dinner, then go to another place and then maybe some ice cream and then back to the room. So we're out, you know, nine, 10 hours straight. And cause we went to the pool early, got back, showered, went for lunch. So we're talking like, you know, eight, nine hours out and about. By the time we go back to the room, my wife and I were also exhausted. So, um, it was, we didn't avoid, and, and on the strip itself, we didn't see anything or anyone that, uh, um, was offensive. The only thing we really had to explain to our kids was what smoking is. They had no idea what smoking is. They'd never seen it before. That's so I mean, I guess it's, I guess it's good. Uh, <laughs> but never been, they'd never been exposed to smoke 
before, had no idea. And then when we explained to them what it was, my middle son, and he's he's a smart cookie. He was just like, he's nine. He's like, why would anyone do that to themselves? We're like, well, <laughs> we're not sure. And then then that then he follows up with a, did you ever smoke? <laughs> And the answer given was yes, but we quit a long time ago. And then he decides to go through the entire family tree to find out who used to smoke. <laughs> That's amazing. But well, you know, we didn't, we didn't say, Oh, we can't walk through the casino cause it's smoky. It's like, you know what? They can't live in a bubble. They're not going to catch cancer from secondhand smoke, but just by walking through the casino for a couple of days. I just, I think that's just amazing though. Why would people do that to themselves? Yeah. <laughs> we saw a couple of uh, showgirls on the strip in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. They were nice to the kids. I think my nine-year-old, I think there was a bit of an awakening because uh, <laughs> he was, uh, he was staring. <laughs> my wife kind of elbowed me. She's like, going, check this out. I'm like, someone's going to have some questions. <laughs> <laughs> Did did you do any of the photos with the kids with any of the characters or anything at all? No, no, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't do that. Um, but when we went to every um, excursion, every everything that we went to, like um, the Shark Reef Aquarium, you walk in. The first thing they do, they take the family photo. Right. You walk into Adventure Dome at Circus Circus. You stand in front of the green screen. They take a photo. The High Roller, they take a photo. Uh, the Siegfried and Roy, that one came with the pictures because we got a VIP tour that came with a picture with a dolphin. Um, my wife had a name tag that said Sucker because <laughs> they saw her coming a mile away and she bought every single one of them. She'd look at me and she'd be like, have that look in her eyes. And I'd look at her and I'd say, it's just money. <laughs> you're gonna regret not buying it and she's like you're right and then she'd go and then she'd buy the package and then so we have all of these um pictures and i'm glad she did it it cost a few bucks but again it's a total touristy thing and it's pictures um with the kids that um we're, we're gonna have forever so but the ones on the strip no we didn't we didn't do those ones so all in all amazing trip it sounds like the kids absolutely had a blast on this vacation. When I told them that next year, mommy and daddy are going to go on our own. They actually had a bit of a bit of a revolt in the back of the car. <laughs> they, it was like, my daughter was just like, you've gone lots of times without your kids. And then my son was just, well, you and mommy can still go to Vegas alone. I'm like, okay, with your kids. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> So, I mean, the kids loved it, obviously. Then, of course, the big question is, how did mom and dad do? You know what? We had a great time. And like I said, I, I, I love being with my kids. Um, they make me laugh. They make me feel young. Um, they make me feel all of the good things that parents should feel uh, with their kids. I mean, we did have a couple of moments where um, frustration or the heat or hunger kind of set in and, and nerves were getting a little frayed. But you know what? We made we made it through and I would totally do it again. And anyone who just says that, you know, kids don't belong in Vegas, you just need to take a long look at yourself. You know, I see people like going, well, I go to Vegas to gamble. How is my how is my kid keeping you from gambling? 
they're not. And you know what? My kids, if I may say so, they're also well-behaved and they use their manners. And um, they're not out to ruin anyone's, anyone's trip. And having my three kids in Vegas, I assure you, did not ruin anyone's trip. We didn't keep anyone from drinking. We didn't keep anyone from smoking. We didn't keep anyone from putting strippers through college. You know, you go, you do you. And if you think that there's nothing for kids to do in Vegas, you're just not looking hard enough. So you'd do it again? You'd take them again? Oh, I'd take them tomorrow if I could afford it. <laughs> awesome. Well, man, I appreciate you taking the time to chat and share the experience. And, and you know, maybe it's just because I'm getting a little bit older. And I think maybe that's, you know, the more I hear about it, the more I think, yeah, you know what? Vegas is not a terrible place for children. It's just, you just have to make sure that you're doing it right. Well, if you are taking your kids to a smoke-filled casino, Casino Royale, and you're saddling them up to the blackjack table, yeah, it is a terrible place. If you're dragging your kids into Spearmint Rhino, no, they don't belong there. And if you are keeping your kids out way later than they should be, and they're miserable and crying, that's not their fault. It's your fault. So, like I said before, don't be an asshole. Be a parent. And on that note, thank you again, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime. If you're interested, go follow Adam on social media. He's on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Adam West Radio. And be sure to listen online for the 90s and more at hot105.com. And that puts the wrap on another episode of the podcast. If you've got feedback on this or any other episode of the show, feel free to share your thoughts with me via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at Jeff Does Vegas. Also, if you're on the hunt for ideas of where to stay, where to eat, what to do, or what shows to see on your next Las Vegas vacation, go right ahead and ask. Get at me on social media or drop me an email directly at Jeff at WalkerNewMedia.com. In the meantime, thank you once again for listening and downloading. Be sure to subscribe for free wherever you get your podcasts so you'll be notified of new episodes as soon as they're posted. And head over to jeffdoesvegas.com for past episodes and show notes. My name is Jeff, and this has been episode number 29 of the Jeff Does Vegas podcast, a Walker New Media production. (music) 